Welcome to Parents Take Five, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, currently serving as Associate Pastor for Youth, Young Adults, and Families with Young Children at Second Presbyterian Church in Little Rock, and your host. If you have any questions or have ideas, you can find the Facebook group for podcast listeners by searching for Parents Take 5, that's F-I-V-E, and the same is true for Instagram. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey y'all, welcome back. We're so glad to have you. Today we have a special guest, J.C. McDaniel. We are so excited that he is here. Um, He is a licensed therapist and he is going to talk to us a little bit about what parenting looks like um, in the midst of this strange new time. Um, So J.C., what can you talk to us about? Well, first of all, I want to I want to thank you, Jen, for inviting me on your podcast. Um, I know we've been trying to do this for a while now, and um, it, it, it with everything that's going on, it's just been hectic. And we finally got our schedules to match up, and so I just wanted to say thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity. Um, well, I'm so glad that you could you could join us because you're one of my favorite voices. So um, I'm so excited that you're here. Well, I appreciate it. But to answer your question, uh, you know, I, I'm experiencing it as well. I don't think there's anything, you know, obviously when you, when you leave the hospital uh, with, your, with your first, second, third, fourth, or however many kids you have, you, you know, nobody hands you a playbook or nobody hands you an owner's manual for your child on how to parent them. And um, for so long, we've all just kind of gotten used to our lives and, our expectations of what the world was like. And for the last, you know, three months or so, that's all been turned on its head. And so parenting is, is one of those things that is just almost like this expectation that we're all supposed to know how to do it. And, and it's so far from the truth. And then you, you throw uh, a curveball like COVID-19, you know, a worldwide pandemic uh, in the mix and you start changing everyone's routines and um, it, it changes the way we interact with everyone and not just, you know, our coworkers and our friends and so forth, but our kids. So I, I don't know what the right answers are. I don't know what the, I, I know what I've tried to do. I know what I've done. I know where, where I've failed and where I've succeeded. Um, and I think it's just a good topic for us to talk about. I'd like to start out by just kind of normalizing things for all the other parents that are listening to this right now, that you're not alone and that, you know, it's hard anyway. And now it's, it's 10 times harder, but um, maybe if, if we talk a little bit and share some experiences and talk about some uh, setting some realistic expectations for yourself as a parent in this weird time, then maybe you can uh, just find that when we do get on the other side of this, that, that you were successful. So I I think more than anything, it's about creating a new routine. Uh, And it's this, you know, obviously we're, I I don't even, I think I'm 
10 weeks into being home doing teletherapy right now or telehealth. And uh, one of the first things I attempted to do, and I think I've done a pretty good job at it, is to create a new, a, a new routine for myself, uh, one that's a healthy routine, one that I think uh, a lot of my clients that I speak to um, who are now just starting to potentially go back to work um, have struggled with uh, creating a new routine because um, they kept hoping that this would all go away sooner than it did. And then next thing you know, they, they, they wake up and it's one o'clock in the afternoon and they're still in their pajamas or they're still laying in bed or, you know, they're, you know, and, and the problem with doing all of that is, you know, you, you end up creating a lot of potential scenarios for depression and or anxiety. You know, it's our, our first response to anything that is unknown is to, you know, you, it's, it's a fight or flight. And in most, most cases, most people want to avoid or they want to, they want to, they want to run away from it. And when you're stuck in your home, about the only place you can run to is maybe your bedroom mm -hmm. and, uh, or getting, or getting hooked on Netflix right? mm. and sitting around and binge watching things. And, and, and not that those aren't, you know, I'm, I'm not demonizing that by any extent, but. At the same time, I think one of the key things that we can do is create a, a healthy routine for ourselves. So and maybe that's just, you know, uh, getting up and getting dressed and going for a walk or getting your exercise in or doing yoga or praying or, you know, I know that's one thing that's been and we can talk, I, I want to talk more about this. You know, my religious life has has really paid the price. Uh, a lot of things that I counted on weekly to satiate my religious appetite has been gone or taken away from me. You know, obviously something that I think I would imagine most of our listeners here today mm -hmm. uh, have, have struggled with. So, yeah, but, but the, 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 my long answer is creating a new routine for yourself, a healthy routine and not allowing yourself to get stuck into the stereotypical reaction of kind of, you know, isolating and curling up and kind of sticking our head in the sands and hoping all this goes away and we can go back to whatever normal is. Right. Well, I think speaking of new routines and um, stereotyping, what I have seen um, for lots of folks is um, it seems to be that there is one parent that is really doing the heavy lifting um, really, you know, in charge of all the things for their family. Um, right. And there is another, another um, spouse or partner that um, is perhaps not taking on that. Um, and there's, you know, it feels kind of like this default situation, like, uh, you know, what's happening right now. Um, sure. And there's a tension there, I think. Um, so talk, talk to me about that. Have you seen that, experienced that? What does that look like? Well, I, I think the, uh, the notion that there are these perfect couples or, you know, the, the, the unicorn, so to speak, of relationships exists out there where you've got both these parents and uh, husband and wife that are uh, equal. In, in all regards that, you know, uh, and it's just, it's just not true. 
do, do couples get close to it? Yeah. I, I hope you're working to get close to that. But I think what you're talking about is something that's very, very, um, there's a dominance that, that gets created in most relationships. Uh, and it's, it's neither specific towards male or female. There's an expectation that just gets formed that one of the, the partners is, is just taking on more than the other, uh, in, in normal, whatever normal is normal situations, like let's just say pre COVID-19. Um, yeah. you know, I'll give you an example. I, I use myself as, as an example a lot. You'll find. Uh-oh. Wait, 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 yeah. does your partner yeah. know this? Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's, <laughs> trust me. My wife okay. is well aware. All right. Yes. Go for it. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, I, in fact, I married her because of this she's extremely independent and she honestly doesn't need me, but she, she wants me. Right. I I am an, I am an asset to her. Uh, but at the same time, at the end of the day, I am not, I'm not critical to her survivability. Um, and, and unfortunately I have allowed that to creep into my life and become a default, as you say, that when things do get tough or when things are happening that I don't want to deal with or I'm not interested in, I default to just saying, Oh, well, she'll take care of it. She can do it. And, and in 99% of the cases, you know, she does it anyway. So, and that reinforces me to continue to have that thought process. And so when we get in a situation that we're in now, where our world is turned upside down and that normal is no longer normal and we're living in an abnormal, then I'm sitting over here just expecting her to carry all the weight and all the load and all the things that come along that, you know, I, well, heck, I don't want to deal with it. She can deal with it. Um, and that causes well, and she's not good. just tension. And she's good oh, at dealing yeah. with it. She's very good, but that doesn't mean she doesn't want help. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, so what, what we end up getting down to talking about is communication and the lack thereof. Right. Um, and, and not communicating your needs. I, one of the things I preach in couples counseling uh, from the very beginning is reevaluating needs and expectations anytime there is a big change in your life. And that big change could be anything from having a child to, you know, moving into a new house to changing jobs to, oh, oh, how about COVID-19? Right. And how it's changed so many facets of our, our, our lives and our daily lives, but people don't do it, we, you know, and, and cause they don't know to, right. They just, they just kind of roll with the flow or like you said, one parent will default to the other one to just kind of take care of everything. When you don't recognize these things and you, and you just kind of default to the status quo and, and kind of keep doing the things you're doing and you put your blinders on and, um, and the other partner over there who's carrying all this new weight, uh, will do it for a while, but eventually it's, it's going to blow up mm-hmm. and, uh, and it, and it all could be prevented. Right. You know, it's like, it's vicarious, you know, you're carrying all this, all this anxiety and frustration and irritability and maybe even anger, um, about the situation or the, whatever it is that has got you to that point. And when you start to interact with your children, it's inadvertently going to spill onto them 
right? Your, your mood, your behaviors, your actions towards them, even, you know, obviously there's no intent to hurt your kid, but it, you end up, you know, either being short with them or, uh, you, you ignore them or you, um, or you could even be worse, you know, yell and scream and holler at them and when it's not justified. Um, so especially if you're the parent, that's not the heavy lifter. Right. Mm. And that's me. I'm not, I am not the heavy lifter around here. In fact, my wife is in the garage right now cleaning it. Right. <laughs> I mean, she cannot sit still. It's a Friday afternoon. She could be doing anything else. Um, kids are in the living room watching a movie. Um, I mean, she's, she's working, she is finding stuff to do. Um, and, and, and that's my point is it, it, especially if you're the parent who's not the heavy lifter, you know, when I get done with you here, I'm done for the rest of the day. Now mm. I can, I have a thousand choices, but the best choice is to go help her in the garage. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter refocus and reflect on family and faith as you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast check out instagram and the facebook group to reach me i hope that you'll take five with us again